0: Alrighty guys, welcome back here. We are on the second episode of our season already, back-to-back nights after our rankings podcast. Last night we have the week one matchups podcast here today with your boy, the commish, Stevo, And the co-commish is here,
1: Hello.
0: the burger man. What's up guys, how we doing? Um, and we're going to break down these week one matches for you. We're going to try and run through it, um, you know, not take up too much time here. So diving right in. Uh, We're going to start with our first matchup, and that's Ant and the Elephants in the Room against Mattia, Frank Top, Tyler Bottom. Uh, The Elephants in the Room making some moves today, trading away Mark Andrews and DK Metcalf for Devontae Parker, uh, Hayden Hurst, and Mark Ingram. Uh, So he's got a new-look team, got some more much-needed depth, um, but I still... Like what I'm seeing on Frank top, Tyler Bottom. What do you think they're cooking this uh,
1: So, all across the board, I do uh, like what I'm, what I'm seeing. Uh, Drew Brees and that Jerry Cook stack, that's kind of going to be very important. I think if Cook can score two touchdowns, I think that he could take the W over Amp. But all across the board, I think it's going to be a solid matchup. I think it's going to be close. Um, but to me, I think uh, Matias is going to come out on top. Not by a lot, I think around 10 to 20 points, but I, for me, I think that Jared Cook and Drew Brees, it depends on how many touchdown Brees throws and how uh, how good that KC defense is on uh, night one.
0: Yeah, I think um, just looking at it, you know, again, you know, this is the first look and, and... – We have no basis behind this. There's been no preseason games. We don't know what guys, you know, workloads are going to look like, what the offenses are going to look like. You know, I'm expecting at least in a lot of the first halves of these games for them to be pretty sloppy. Uh, just because there's been no games since last year, obviously, and there's a bunch of new pieces on teams. Same things with refs as well. This yeah. is our first uh,
1: go out, and you know preseason refs are fucking garbage. Yeah.
0: So, so we'll see how it goes. Um, you know, Again, I just think from a talent basis alone, um, Matias just got more to his team. Um, if Ant gets a huge night out of Watson, and if Cooks plays and contributes to that, he could definitely make it interesting. Um, but, again, I just think there's too much here uh, for Mattia. Um, I think the second-place finisher last year starts off his year uh, 1-0. Agreed. So moving on to the next matchup here, we have Nappy and Mayfield Baked taking on the newly named Charmin Soft Serves. Let's go, baby. And Austin Hoffman. I'm going to let him break down his own matchup for you.
1: So uh, I just want to throw it out there that ESPN is disrespecting my boy, my 11th or 12th round pick, Matthew Stafford. Uh, and Kenny Galladay, I don't think that the Chicago defense is what it was last year to end the season or even to begin the season. I think they're missing pieces. I think they will have a decent amount of players who either have opted out or what so have, have you, but I don't think that it's going to be even close. And I think the Bears do come out on top, and I do think Matt Stafford throws for 300 yards, but where I think Kind of makes this game a little bit special is that combo that Mayfield Big has with Zeke and George Kittle together. I'm scared of that. They're definitely going to be the the bolsters for his team and Kyler with his rushing floor, even against a uh, high-powered San Francisco defense. I think Ken still put up over 20 points. Uh, the one thing that is also in my favor, though, is Mike Evans is a day-to-day, according to uh, Bruce Arians, and he will be, quote-unquote, a game-time decision. But I think that we both have a lot of star power on either team. Um, but ultimately, which is going to kind of surprise people, I'm actually going to take Nappy over myself this week. Wow. I think that Nappy's going to come away with it. I think George Kills is going to have a massive game, even if Isaiah Simmons does cover him. Um. It's George Kittle. He's going to do what he does. He's going to ball out. He's going to have probably one or two touchdowns. And I just think that Zeke against that Rams defense and Kyler is just going to be too much for me. Um, But, again, the only thing that might be a kind of argument to that is Tyree Kill having two touchdowns and a return touchdown.
0: So what I'm looking at here, and, again, this kind of goes back to the Power Rankings pod yesterday. Um, I I just don't know if there's enough for Nappy to win this game. I think, like you said, there is some star power there. You mentioned three guys in particular. Um, obviously, we got to see what Evans' health is going to be. Um, that'll be a big factor. You got Robert Woods there um, against the Cowboys, who have brand new. You know, they got Trayvon Diggs playing corner. Um, they Jordan Lewis is going to be on. He's if he hasn't already been put on IR. That's our slot corner. So I don't know how they're going to match up against the Rams um, Sunday night. Either way, though. Um, I look at the role players, and I look at the supporting cast, to year star players, um, and just personally, again, like, you know, I look at he, him having a deficiency with starting carry on Johnson at RB2, True. but then I look at you having a deficiency starting Mike Jacecki, who was put at second on the depth chart this week in Miami. I don't know if that factors into his workload and what we're going to see out of him, um, but, you know, If they cancel each other out, I still look at an RB2 being much more valuable than a tight end. And I'm going to have to give the advantage to the Charmin soft serves starting off 1-0 with the new team name. A little disappointed to see Tiki Tom go. Tiki Tom's
1: on the back burner for now. If the Charmin soft serves start to become straight trizash... Tiki Tom squad's coming Listen, right back. I know we, Larry because would not we,
0: be happy with this decision. <laughs> because,
1: first off, I didn't tell Larry. But second <laughs> off, I went 0-4 to start with that with the first name. And That's then true. I put the Tiki Tom squad, and I started ramping them off one by one by one. So the strong soft serves, you know, I got 0-3 or 1-3 or whatever it is. You best believe Tiki Tom squad's coming back. Well, from
0: what I have learned from the also great Larry, is yes. that Tiki Tom is very forgiving. Yeah. Tiki so, Tom is very forgiving. Um, we'll look... Will be a a very interesting storyline to follow in our league going forward. Yes. But uh, my pick, I'm going to go with the Burger Man uh, to start 1-0 and over Mayfield, Baked and Nappy. Uh, moving on, uh, we have a very interesting matchup, as these two usually are together in the sense. Now going at it. Under the uh, boardwalk. Uh, <laughs> we have the Little Man Tate and Frank Skiveletto taking on... I can't even say your last name, Lou. Handsome Mianio? Go- I'm going... Team Lou.
1: Team Pants.
0: Uh, yeah, we'll go Team Pants. Uh, so we'll Change see- your name, by the way. Yeah, please. Um, so looking at the matchups here, um, I'm going to be honest. I think this is a pick em in my opinion. Um, there's just a lot of question marks on both sides. Um, and I think for me, again, I like to de- defer to star power. Um, and then you look at Pat Mahomes, Michael Thomas. I think T.Y. is going to go off and go crazy against Jacksonville. Uh, We saw what Miles Sanders did against Washington last year, um, kind of his coming out party with that 38-point game he had in the playoffs. So um, I'm going to have to take Frank in this game. Um, Not much of an analysis again, only because we don't really know much about what's going into this. Um, I think, you know, Derrick Henry's got a tough matchup. Uh, We'll see what Adam Thielen can do. Again, he's... Going up pretty much by himself against a Green Bay secondary that was pretty good last year, um, and again, just too many question marks to really break it down. Um, but I'm going to go with Frank uh, to start off 1 and 0 this year.
1: Yeah, for me, it's on Frank's team. I know <clears throat> reports just came out like a couple hours ago about Miles Sanders with his hamstring. Uh, I think they are m- or possibly taking that approach of a running back by committee for the first game, uh, which would definitely hurt Sanders' value. But again, like Steve said, the the star power on this team: Mahomes, Michael Thomas, T. Y. Even Marvin Jones possibly playing the number two role. You know, not drawing that uh, uh, that number one corner. I think it's going to be a uh, be a good matchup for Frank. And then on the other side, to me, James Conner's got uh, the Giants again. That's that's gimme gimme. Uh, Derrick Henry is going to get his no matter what. And honestly, on the other side, I can't really say that I'm super confident in anybody else besides those three so again like you said I kind of have to give it to Frank on this one yeah
0: and again like I said it's a pickem so like I I always say that's a toss up like it can go either way um it really wouldn't surprise me if Lou came out and won um especially you know Josh Allen has shown he plays better at home Stefan Diggs first game with the Bills could have some you know if he, he could just go off and it's come it's his coming out party essentially for, for his new situation there in Buffalo. Um, you know, Frank, I'm a little worried about uh Cam Akers um and, and just everything I've heard this week regarding that backfield that they're going by a committee, uh that Malcolm Brown's gonna get the first crack at it. Yep. Um, you know, Maybe you want to look another way there, but again. He did the same uh,
1: thing last year, too. Malcolm Brown had an amazing week one when Todd Gurley was over. exactly
0: Exactly. Um, and I, I think they have a lot of trust in him, especially, again, because it's week one. No preseason, no snap, no live reps against other teams. Like They're going to go to the vet. And I don't think that will mean Cam Akers doesn't get touches, but I think you could see a lot of Malcolm Brown early and then – you know, as this season goes along, Cam Acres starts to get more involved. But either way, with this one, uh, like I said, we're going to take the Little Man Tates to start off one and Uh Moving on to the next game, uh, we got the Good Boys Club and Russa X5 taking on a jizzle with uh, the Pat Super Cam, man. And again, dude, change please your change your name. It is just atrocious. Like, you can come up with so many better names regarding Cam and your love for that, man. So... Uh, but anyway, we're going to look at the matchups here. Um, and, uh, you know, I said it yesterday. I'll say it again. I'm, I'm a big fan of what the Good Boys Club did in the draft. Uh, you know, matchups-wise, I think Russ against Atlanta is a good look. Josh Jacobs might be the number one running back this week against Carolina. Like, their defense is pretty trash. Yes. Um, you know, Devontae Adams, in Minnesota, they totally redid their secondary. Uh, they're All three of their starting corners from last year are gone. Uh, so I'm interested to see who's going to be guarding him, but I think he's just going to feast. Uh, Odell, you know, that that Ravens defense is going to be special this year. Um, I'm not sure week one is going to be his breakout game, but it's OBJ, like, Anything's possible. It's probably
1: going to be in a negative game script as well. So I, lot yeah, of a lot
0: of passing there. So he has a lot of upside. And I'm just going to put this out here, man. It really wouldn't surprise me if Gronk came out and scored three touchdowns this week. I like, can't.
1: I can't do it, man. I'm, I'm not. Buying you're not Gronk. feeling.
0: You're not buying Gronk.
1: As the avid Patriots fan, I'm not feeling <laughs> Gronk at, in this slightest. I don't think that a he's going to be someone who who can overtake o, OJ Howard's actual role. I mean, Tom Brady he loves his tight ends. Don't get me wrong, and they have that connection, but. How many snaps is he actually gonna get? That's that's kind of from where I'm seeing it. It's not so much the talent perspective. Obviously, talent wins over ultimately, but it comes down to how many snaps are you getting and what do you do with that. So if you're only getting ten to fifteen total snaps compared to OJ Howard's getting forty to fifty, that's that's a big discrepancy there.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, you might see Arians come in this week. Take it easy on Mike on, on Mike Evans Hammy, let me his his snap count, let me what he does. Sets. A lot of two tight end, yeah. you know, so it, it really wouldn't surprise me, though. I mean, what is, what is the number one theme for week one this week, in my opinion, is familiarity, comfortability. Okay, like Brady, no matter how much work he's been putting in with these receivers, how long they've been in camp, like who's the only guy he's got game experience with? It's Gronk. It's Gronk. So, again, like I'm not saying it's going to happen, but if Gronk say he plays that those 10, 15, 20 snaps and they come in the red zone – It really wouldn't surprise me to just see Gronk have three catches for, like, 12 yards and three touchdowns. Like, that's the type of week I could really see Gronk having. But either way, moving forward, um, you know, we got James White against Miami. Um, We'll see what, what that game looks like. That game could be much closer than... A lot of people think, obviously, with some new rosters, right? So, uh, James White could get a lot of work. I think, you know, no matter what, he's good for 10 a game. Um, and then on the other side, Dak against the Rams. Give me all of that, man. Yes. I don't care yep. about Ramsey's extension. I think Dak is going to come out and show out in L.A. in that new stadium and light them up this week. Hot take there. I think it's happening, Chris. Sorry, buddy. Um, but I'm just, you know, I'm really shaky on Kenyon Kend- Drake and that ankle. Um you know, again, just like we talked about Odell, we gotta talk about it with Jarvis, the Baltimore secondary. We're not sure what you know what they're gonna do, but the pass the pass or the game script should give them a more pass heavy uh look. Um, I like Ertz against Washington because I don't think Landon Collins can guard anybody. Um I think he's much better in the box um as a linebacker. Um you're starting Robbie Anderson against Las Vegas. That is disgusting. Not like um, that is just so gross. Please do something about it. I
1: honestly, I'd rather you start sending Michelle, not even knowing if he's our studying running back as Robbie Anderson. I'm being dead serious. And even even if you want to, throw me, Cole, in there. Yeah, Any, Anybody dude. but Robbie Anderson, because again, he, at best, he's the number two target. And we know when he...
0: He's actually the number three, so, if yeah, you think about th- it, right? Well, Be-
1: CMC is one and
0: two. But, yeah.
1: And then three is DJ Moore. So I guess four, whatever. Yeah, mean. yeah. But... Like, it's Robbie Anderson. Like, we know what he can do. He's a speedster. He's a field stretcher. He will get those deep balls. But again, I don't know if he still has it in him. I mean, again, he's in, what, year five, year six? Again, not a huge discrepancy, but being 20 years old, still being a field stretcher, being, you know, healthy and... Can actually get the job done over guys like DJ Moore or even Curtis Samuel, who's even younger than him, yeah. he could step up. He can have a bigger role than Robbie Anderson. So again, these are big question marks. So yeah. week one, I'm not taking any risk at all. Yeah. Antonio Gibson for me on my bench. Anyone who might have a chance of starting in the future, yes. But right now, week one, you need to go one and oh.
0: It's one and oh time. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a big weekend. Nobody wins the title week one, obviously. We know that, but um, you definitely want to set the tone for your season. Um, I think you're just looking for any excuse to root for Carolina at this point. True. Now they can't. <laughs> so Very true. Um, he's going to be disappointed. I'm a rock with the good boys club. I think Dak goes off, but I also think Russ is going to go off. I see more upside in the running backs and receivers for Rissa. Um, again, bro, we know what Julio does. I, I'm interested to see that new Seattle defense with Jamal and how they plan to utilize him and, you know, what that, you know, again, they were really good last year defensively. No clowny, so the pass rush might be a little different. But, you know, there's a lot of weapons in Atlanta. And if Seattle says, okay, we're going to take Julio from you, then you can see this could be like Calvin Ridley's coming out party or something like that, So, uh, which we'll talk about next. So either way, uh, I'm going to go with the Good Boys Club to start 1-0. Um, just, a, you know, again, much more upside in their matchups. Definitely got the GBC as well. So going into what I'm calling my favorite matchup of the week. Not the game of the week, but my favorite matchup of the week. What that is a lot of heart with these two guys. Let's just say it, man. They're scrappy. They're committed. They're, they want to win. They want it. As far as I've seen, they want it more than anybody else. These guys are hilarious. And uh, I'm really excited to see who comes out on top here. We got Toasty taking on the Admiral. All right. And, uh, you know, we got another new name change here. Um, we started Baker Yamaker last year, his first year in the league, and he's changed it about twenty times. So yep. the Catalina wine mixing taking on Toast Mafia. I think this one's a winner.
1: I think I think this is the one that's gonna start. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, I think so too. He's you know, again, we got a lot of praise yesterday in the pod uh, with his draft. Uh, we'll see what comes out of that. Um, just looking at it again, off off the top here. Um, I like Matt Ryan just volume-wise. You know he's gonna throw a ton. Uh, Joe Mixon against the Chargers. We'll see about that matchup. We got to see what this Bengals offense looks like with Joe Burrow. He's um, got the bag thrown at him. But but he's got 20, 20 I, at least. Yeah, I was just about 20 to say. Carries at least. He, he just got that bag thrown at him. Um, I'm not so much worried about the workload as I am the production. Um, they get their offensive line back. If Joe can make throws early, that'll obviously open up the run, the run lanes. Um, and on the other side of the ball there, you got Austin Eckler taking on Cincy. Give me every part of that. It's a great matchup. Uh, You know, Juju taking on the Giants. It's going to be a good matchup. Big Ben's going to want to prove a point, I think, to everybody that he is back. And, uh, you know, again, who's his guy? Who was his guy the last time he played? It was A.B. and Juju. So um, I look for Juju to come come back. And as I just mentioned in the last game, Calvin Ridley, could it be his coming out party? If it is, it's double points for you, Tyler, which could be really big um, in this game. I'm not really big on Evan Ingram against Pittsburgh. Minka is going to probably just shut his shit down. Um, you know, Mika obviously turned his whole career around when he arrived in Pittsburgh last year. So I think they'll game plan for him. They have really good linebackers and safeties there. Uh, Hollywood against Cleveland. Uh, he'll probably draw the shadow, if I had to guess, um, from what what's his name? Uh, corner 21. Denzel, Ward. Denzel Ward. Yeah. Uh, he'll probably draw the shadow there. Um, maybe not early on, but I just think the Ravens are going to run through. Cleveland, uh, especially, you know, home opener. And then that ties into your defense as well. Um, you know, Baker's probably due for two at <laughs> least. So maybe, maybe a pick six. Maybe a pick six in there, right? So, and on the other side, man, um, you know, Rogers against Minnesota. We're going to see what his volume looks like throwing the ball. But like I said with Devontae Adams, those corners are new in Minnesota. So that could be a good look. Um, not huge on Saquon this week. Again, just I think Pittsburgh's defense is going to eat up. Um Chris, I think I think he'll be good in the passing game though. I think he will definitely get probably around 8 to 10 targets just
1: being that uh he's essentially the number one guy. Yeah, I mean, you so, can
0: expect double digit fantasy points from Saquon every week, I think. I'd say, say
1: um, I'd say the floor I say is like 12 13, and I think the max that he can get is probably 25. Yeah, if that uh,
0: yeah, I would say I would that, say that's, eighteen that's to twenty. That's generous. that's generous. Yeah, that was generous. Yes. Uh Chris Carson against Atlanta, that's a run first offense. Gimme that. Uh oh, so man. yeah, I would say I would say gimme gimme. Uh Godwin against New Orleans. If Evans plays, Evans is gonna get Lattimore. And
1: we know what happens when Mike Evans gets Mike gets uh Marshawn Lattimore. Yeah. Not good things. Not
0: good. So he's gonna have to defer to Godwin. And like I said before, man, Gronk's gonna be involved there too. Um, you know, I still love Chris Godwin, though. I think he's going to be a PPR monster this year. Uh, AJ Brown taking on Denver, he's probably going to draw the shadow against uh, who's there now? Uh, Kareem Jackson. Kareem Jackson is the first corner there, so that Denver D is hurting. Now. They're hurting it's, with Vaughn going down yesterday, so I I'm gonna Giselle mark,
1: not recovered.
0: yeah, I'm gonna say that's a good matchup there, dude. Um, we're gonna see, you know, obviously that offense starts with Henry, so we'll see if they're going to be able to pick it up as they go forward um, in the passing game at least, but year two with Tannehill, um, obviously coming off the huge year, A.J. Brown just have, uh, just had, excuse me, um, I think, you know, he'll, he'll be, he'll be good for a good night there, uh, Higby against Dallas, I'm very concerned about our secondary in terms of the safeties, um, we cut Haha Clinton Dix, which I just don't understand, um, Again, I want to see how golf facilitates the ball with the play calling is looking like with the three RBs, but um, I would still say that's a good matchup for Higby, um, especially coming off the end of the year finish he had. Um, I think that's strong there. Suppose
1: he's been lighting up in Trading Camp. Yeah,
0: it really wouldn't surprise me if Higby's like up there with Andrews and yeah. Kittle and mm-hmm. um, obviously Kelsey. So, um, yeah, I think it's a good matchup there, Cameron. Lock it against the, uh, Atlanta. Lockett and Russ we know about their connection and what they do so overall here um, I look at it again this for me was a pick them I'm going I'm going to defer to uh, Tyler here and pick the Admiral to start off want to know again I was just really impressed with his draft Um, I really like I just kind of like his matchups a little more this week. Um, especially, you know, Eckler against Cincinnati, he might go for 40. Um, and those double points from Calvin Ridley and Ryan could be dangerous, um, especially if they put the focus on Julio. So uh, give me the Catalina wine mix in the star one and up.
1: I think I'm going to be an avid toast lover this week. I think I'm going to go toast mafia. Oh, butter that be,
0: toast, baby. I'm going
1: to mix it up a little <laughs> bit. But, uh, yeah, I think I think he still has high ceiling play with with Camera's team. You've got A.J. Brown, again, who's a field instructor he's been Get you 100 150 yards and two touchdowns in five plays. Like sure. that's all he needs. It's true. Compared to some of the guys that have a uh, uh, limited ceiling, like Juju, or if, like you said, if Jamal Adams in this new newly vamped Seattle's defense comes out and plays lights out and absolutely shuts them down, that could then we're really hurt. Of, yeah, it's going to hurt him. So yeah. honestly, to me, I think it comes down to the quarterback matchup, how much we're going to be throwing. I think Rodgers is going to kind of surprise us with. Okay, you guys have been down me this whole entire off season. Here I am, three touchdowns, three hundred yards. So I th- I'm gonna go with toast this week. I'm gonna go against the game. All right. All right.
0: Rossi's got toasty. And now for the game of the week, Uh this one was an easy pick for game of the week. Obviously, the way the season ended last year with this, you know, our matchup in the playoffs, Um, you know, with it being just so high scoring, so close. Um Coming into this year being the number one and number two now has to be consensus both in my rankings and ESPN's rankings. If you did it in Fantasy Pros or wherever else, um, it would probably be consensus one and two. I'm number two. Not anymore, if you haven't looked already. Terrible. Um, So looking at it, we have great success who has just been working this week on the trade. Yeah, we know. Uh, You know, obviously, like Relax. I touched upon yesterday, getting Lamar Jackson. Uh, made some moves today to get Andrews as top guy. Um, and then to get Metcalf as well in the flex. Um, you know, feeling really good about what I did with that stack there. And then obviously being able to secure a quality flex, a flex in Metcalf um, without really giving much up on my bench, just giving up Wentz. Um, you know, like I said, feeling really good about it. So um, looking at the matchups again, uh, we got Lamar home against Cleveland. I love that matchup. Uh, Kamara home against Tampa Bay. He actually struggled against them last year. Um, he had a ton of catches against them, though, so I still look for him to be above ten to twelve points, uh, probably in that fifteen to sixteen, you know, somewhere in there. Uh, Kareem Hunt against Baltimore, I really don't know what his role is going to be. I just expect Cleveland to be down, and if Baker loses that confidence to put the ball down the field early, could start to defer to Hunt and the checkdown. So again, we'll see there, we'll see there, but ultimately. Um, you know, I think Kareem Hunt could have a solid week. Uh, D-hop against the Niners, you know, obviously he's been plagued with that hammy injury. Um, he's going to probably draw the shadow from Sherm. Uh, we don't know what the connection from uh, with him and Kyler is going to look like. I, I just, again, defer to talent. Um, I'm not going to say he's going to have a tremendous, huge D-hop week that we're used to, but I also don't think he's going to get shut out. Um, so, again, we'll see. We um, got your boy Cooper Cup. It's our uh, wide receiver two against Dallas. Um. Again, like I said before, I'm worried about our secondary, so I I dubbed that a good matchup. Andrews against Cleveland's a good matchup. Uh, Metcalf against Atlanta. Um, I don't know, man. Again, one of those guys I don't know about in terms of the matchup and what his usage is going to be. Um. Again, this is a run first team. I expect them to have a lot of success in the run. Um. But you know, Metcalf is going to be a dude this year, and um, I think him, Lockett. Um, Disley coming back. Uh, They got a nice little core there, guys. Um, Josh Gordon's coming back too. So um, if Russ is going to throw 25 times a game, you know, I can see six, seven catches coming from Metcalf. His size and his talent is just too good. I love the Pittsburgh matchup at New York. Um, And then I got my sneaky little play with Joey Sly, um, you know, trying to get something back from whatever McCaffrey does. Um And I'll let you go with the run, CZMC.
1: So for me, going Wentz against Washington, I think that's a great matchup. Wentz, to me, top five quarterback this week. um No doubt in my mind. Going against that Washington defense, three revamp, but it's not good enough to me. Yep. Even with Wentz and Jalen Rager, I think is so far practicing as of today. I'm not sure what he's going to be like for game day. I don't think he's going to have a big role, but I still think Deshaun Ertz throwing in Boston Scott and Little Greg Ward action. Unfortunately Greg <laughs> Ward action and uh Miles Sanders with his hamstring. I still think that Wentz is gonna go through the air. Yeah. Yes. I can I can definitely see him having a good game. McCaffrey honestly is going to be the number one I'm guaranteeing McCaffrey a number one <laughs> I against the <laughs> Against the Raiders this week. It, it's like yeah. it's it's inevitable. It's gonna yeah. happen. He's too good, to, he's their whole entire offense. So it's gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, Devin Singletary against the Jets. I love this. I do think Devin Singletary will get majority of the touches, even with Zach Moss behind him. I don't think that it's going to be something that we have to worry about for Week One. I think that he's gonna come out. He's been seen to have a fumbling issue, but I, again, I, I'm gonna believe in Devin Singletary from what I saw last year to translate into this year. So again, especially against the Jets. Jets losing a lot of pieces on defense, and we're we're rolling. Uh, A. Rob against Detroit. Detroit lost Slay. Added um, Jeff Okuda. Jeff Okuda and uh, Desmond Trufant. So again, that secondary little revamp. But again, Alan Robson, target monster.
0: Uh, Mitch really can't throw to anybody else.
1: Especially yeah, with Mitch, uh, it's it's A. Rob and Anthony Miller. So who's better? We all know. Uh, McLaurin against Philly. I. Absolutely love that matchup. I think Terry McCorn is going to make a statement, again,
0: probably around for six for 80 and a touchdown or two. Can't forget, though, okay, Darius Slay out there in Philly. Okay, they put a lot of money into him. Mm-hmm. My whole thing is when they matched up last year, and this is last year, so it's Terry's rookie year and whatnot, um, he held him to two catches. Okay. So I'm not saying Terry's going to get shut out because I've told you myself, Chris, I think Terry's going to have a big year. I think he's going to be very good. But it wouldn't surprise me to see Slay contain him this week. Um, kind of prove his worth, right? Like he got dumped by Detroit. Um, now has to prove himself in Philly. Um, we've seen what big quarters corners when they go to Philly, though. They usually go there to die. Yep. So, it, again, I can see it going both ways. But it really wouldn't surprise me there you know, to see Terry not have that Terry week.
1: I agree. But to me, it's... Even with Dwayne Haskins, they don't really have anything on that offense. Anthony Gibson stepping into that role so far. Even though J.D. McKissick's I was going to say, and J.D.
0: McKissick, baby.
1: (laughs) But uh, (laughs) again, from sheer volume point, I can see him having 12 to 13 targets. Even with Dwayne Haskins bombing the ball or dinking and dunking, whatever he's doing, I think Terry McLaurin is his number one. He's his go-to. I hope, 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 hope that they had that connection in camp that they've had to rekindle that flame. But again, we'll see. But I I expect him to have a good game. Uh, Travis Kelsey, number one tight end. Don't add him. No. Keenan Allen against Cincy, again, gimme, gimme. The Cincinnati Bengals, their entire secondary to me is is child's play. They have been better at the end of last season, but again, we're going off the end of last season. Not too many high-quality opponents. Not something that, to me, is going to take away from Keenan Allen. And on if you've been watching Hard Knocks, Keenan Allen has been –
0: Hooking Chris Harris and absolutely cooking Casey Hayward. I think Keenan Allen's going to have a huge year. I, I don't know why everybody was so down on him. I have Keenan Allen as a top five receiver in the NFL. Um, I want to see what Tyrod does, especially in a game setting. Um,
1: I think that's the difference. I bro. think
0: that's going to be, I think that's why so many people were skeptical to go out and get him. Um, I want to see what he does against a pass rush because we saw what he did in Buffalo. Um, just very underwhelming a lot. So I'm not quick to give the the typical Keenan Allen against Cincy, gimme, gimme, only because I want to see it first, especially with, again, know preseason, I could beat a dead horse. But, you know, this is Keenan Allen we're talking about, again, talent-wise, it's undeniable. He just got the bag. So really wouldn't surprise me if he went off. But, again, another guy on your lineup wouldn't surprise me if, but even yeah, – I mean, it's bit. a
1: flex play, man. That's all That's it is. That's true, too. It's it is only in the flex.
0: Because so. still got Definitely a toss-up. You know, bolstering
1: A-Rob, and Terry McLaurin. Yeah,
0: and then, and then, you know, I always – I never really understood why people start defenses against guys they have because you want to see your guys do well. But if Terry does have that down week, it's going to bode well for you on the other side with Philly's defense. Um, and even if he does have a good week, say he has like 10, 12, 15 points, and Philly's defense can still register like – nine or 11, somewhere in there, then that's a quality play. So um, I told you this before, and I'll say it again. I picked Chris to win this week. Um, not that I'm not confident in my lineup. Um, I think just matchups wise and then who those guys are, um, you know, especially like McCaffrey against Las Vegas, um, you know, I just see more, a little more upside in his lineup. Um, especially now, getting wins from me, which I was okay doing anyway, because I kind of chalked week one. Like, if I win week one, I'll be very happy about it. Obviously, you know, I I, I have a good team, and I know going forward, um, you know, I'm gonna be a force to be reckoned with. Um, but I I can definitely see myself going down week one, um, and and run CZMC kicking off the year one to know
1: I agree. Um, I'm gonna take run CZMC, but um again on your side you have a lot of talent uh, a lot of guys who <clears throat> have proven their worth um but i just think sheer matchups and the talent that yeah. he has on his team I, I i don't think you can go against
0: just him. to me it comes down to the matchups man yeah. like d hop against San Fran, like i really Not can't good. tell you uh, metcalf against atlanta like i, no I think idea. it's a good matchup but I, I just can't tell you what his volume is going to be right off the bat um You know, I still like Metcalf for the year, of course. But again, like I want to see the volume. Um, You know, it also could go where Lamar goes for 40 or 50 points, right, against Cleveland. And then Andrew is the main benefactor of that. And if they combine for 60, 70 points, it could be a whole different game. So I'm not counting myself out. I still think there's a chance I could win. But again, if I have to look at these matchups now and make a pick, um, I would probably take Chris to win this week. I agree. All right, well, that is your first week matchup breakdown with the commission, and the co-commish. Um, just to recap really quick, we got Mattia over Ant, Berger over Nappy, Frank over Lou, Marissa over AJ, the Admiral over Toasty, and Chris over myself. Um, and again, we'll see. Uh, my opinion is absolutely meaningless. I have no basis behind anything I say. I am not a professional when it comes to this. So if you Which are, are hurt... Science, man, science. <laughs> science. If you are hurt by what I say, you shouldn't be because, again, I don't know. I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm just some guy. And you so. know what? If you're butt hurt, go talk to the Charmin soft The Charmin Soft Serves are here to serve you. I, I. This is a PSA to finish this podcast. Uh, the Charmin Soft Serves are here for your complaints. They are here uh, ultimately to hear you out, but. You're going to get the same response every time. And then
1: ultimately tell you to fuck (laughs) off.
0: So, uh, yeah, defer to him if you have any problems. Uh, Leave me out of that. But uh, great first pod. Uh, Obviously, I can't emphasize enough how much I'm looking forward to tomorrow night. And then obviously all of week one on Sunday Um, and going into Monday night. uh, Football is back, baby. And uh, we are totally here for it. So... Um, That's it from the commish and the co-commish, and uh, we will talk with you guys next week. Peace. See you.